has a new king or is it a queen? Remember, um, uh, well, I don't know. Is it a man or woman? Do you not know? Or? Well, that's, I know. Oh, so that's the, that so. was a tease. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but remember, Bill O'Reilly was the ratings champ for, what, 20 years uninterrupted. Then Megyn Kelly started to uh, slide in there in a week or two here. Or there. They're both gone. Uh, Hannity took the helm as the number one rated cable news show. Well, we have a new leader. Hmm. Stay tuned for that. All right. Plus, evidently, the most important entertainer in America is Cardi B. That's I hear that name a lot. Rapper. I, my kids aren't uh, old enough for uh, like the current music, really. Mm. But they listen to country. And they listen to the current country, which is hip-hop about trucks and beer. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so Cardi B's in the news. We've got that coming up. Yeah, well, yeah, she's going to host Saturday Night Live and uh, oh, and, and uh, then I'll get to know the her tonight show. And she's hosting. I'll really get to know her. Is yeah, she funny? We'll find out. Well, I don't know. Uh, but uh, of uh, oh, also clips of the week is coming up. But right now, Ted Mann joins us. Ted's a reporter from the Wall Street Journal, uh, and he's taking a look at uh, the president bashing Amazon lately. Uh, but that the situation's a heck of a lot more complicated than simply love hate with uh, Trump and Jeff Bezos. Uh, Ted, welcome. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Uh, terrific. Thank you. So uh, tell us about the enormous amount of business the government does with Amazon. Well, we can only tell you uh, the little bit that we know from what they put out publicly, but uh, the short answer is, as the government is putting uh, their computing onto the cloud, um, the biggest winner of that business has been Amazon's cloud computing division. Um, and there are some analysts who think that that could be worth all their government sales to the federal government sales could be worth almost $5 billion by 2019. I did not have the slightest idea that Amazon had a multi-billion dollar cloud computing uh, they do. Division. They do. It's uh, it's it's multi billion dollars. It's growing like a weed, and it is the most profitable part of the whole company. Well, we all work for Amazon at some point, and we all should be afraid, very afraid. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't I like to know that? <laughs> if, we, if we do that, we definitely write it. Uh, so, uh, uh, has the president's recent uh, venom toward Jeff Bezos and Amazon made any difference in terms of the uh, the business? And that's a really good question. It's something that people are going to be watching very carefully. The short answer is it does not seem to be making a difference right now, partly because the president is talking about Amazon and the Postal Service. He's talking about Amazon and sales taxes. He's talking about Bezos and the Washington Post. And he has not really talked about the fact that his the federal government is a major uh, customer of the web, uh, Amazon Web Services, the cloud computing division. We don't know, though, as they're chasing a giant contract from the Pentagon that could be worth around $10 billion, maybe more. We don't know if the president's peak at the company could result in a negative, uh, you know, negative ramifications for Amazon as they chase that business. I haven't actually I haven't actually read your article. But uh, is is do you mention it or are he you, considers reading pretentious? Ted, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or are are you are you hinting at something? So you got the president attacking Amazon. Then it turns out the Amazon is really in you know in bed with the government and will be more so in the future. And so they're going to kind of grow together, or they'll be uh, they'll be they'll be they'll be untouchable at some point. I you know I don't think it's that necessarily because there is a strong competition especially for this this cloud computing contract at the Pentagon you know Microsoft wants that business too Oracle would love to have it I'm sure Google would love to have it so there's a big fight brewing over who's going to win that they they could award you know to more than one winner which I think is probably getting more likely the the interesting thing here though is just that we're trying to point out that the government has been moving toward cloud computing for years the 
big beneficiary because they were the first one there has been Amazon. They were the first company that sold this service. Um, and it, it does seem that at least the way things are going currently, the Pentagon, the intelligence community are still pretty comfortable giving this business to companies like Amazon. We just don't know if Trump's opinion is going to change that. And, and final question from me, Ted. I don't know if you've thought about this or written about it at all, but I heard somebody suggest that, you know, if the president is uh, slandering Amazon purely out of personal animus, and it causes, you know, billions of dollars in loss of value for the company or uh, decline in stock prices, et cetera. Is that actionable? That's a good question that I don't know the answer to. I, I, I would be surprised if, if we wound up, uh, you know, there. Uh, I think he's a, you know, obviously he's got a right to speak his mind and to to, if he's making a point about Amazon and taxes, you know, we need to fact check the point he's making, sure, but he, sure. can, he can make it. Um, it's That's not a concern that we heard in the course of reporting this article. And, and it's worth pointing out that the people who cover this company are still, they have buy ratings on the stock and they still think the share price is going to go up and they right. still think that Amazon Web Services is going to grow. Well, yeah, you know, you make a really good point because I think a lot of it is animated by animus, but it was a policy statement, essentially. They ought to pay more taxes, which he gets to say. Ted Mann, a reporter with the Wall Street Journal. Do you use the Amazon pantry? I'm telling you, once you start, you hardly ever go to the grocery store again. I'll have to go check it out. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I haven't signed on yet. I don't want weirdos coming to my house. They live a giant box outside, and it's got all your stuff in it, and there's your your spaghetti paste, and uh, I mean, just everything you wanted, and... Mm. It's pretty easy. Uh, Ted and I are busy reading. We don't have time for that. <laughs> Ted Mann of the Wall Street Journal. Hey, Ted, we appreciate you uh, lending us a couple minutes of your time today. Thanks very much. Sure thing, guys. Thanks. Right, good to talk to you. You have to do it once just to see what geniuses of packaging they are at Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. First of all, they've created the greatest cardboard boxes that have ever been invented with these handles on them, and they're so sturdy and everything like that. And then you can have heavy glass jars of spaghetti sauce in with your potato chips and everything like that, and nothing gets crushed or messed up or anything like that. It's just incredible. Amazon's going to take over the world. Mm, and they fired my daughter because she couldn't pack fast enough. Keep that in mind. Mm, I don't I don't doubt that. She evil. didn't fire her. She quit. I don't doubt that. Because they were going to fire her. Yeah. yeah. Put the whip to them. It's a metaphor. So they're like ISIS in that respect. Yeah. Very much like a metaphorical ISIS. Mm. What was she packing? <sighs> stuff does it just variety of stuff or do they have different belts on oh no i think it it wasn't groceries it was you know you buy a, a, a hair dryer and uh and and some beef jerky and you know whatever else and mm-hmm. you have to package that together yeah. super fast and super efficiently and they're really really good at it but it's you've got to have a certain yeah. kind of brain and and yeah be good at and it. they have these little air bubble packets they put between everything like that and yeah. the really breakable stuff they surround with all kinds of it just it's amazing and that yeah. they can do it this cheap sorry to brick and mortars will it scale is my only question it's scaling okay. it appears to be scaling good don't have to worry about that yeah <laughs> good so uh evidently we're all supposed to know about this cardi b human being i find it's her a, uh, just terrible it's a woman who's a singer well you don't like she's a raper you don't like pop music that's not true well, Not, it's kind of it's, it's substantially pretty, it's pretty true. That's yeah, fairly. It's mostly true. <laughs> well, and that's the, no. I do. I would do you, like some pop music, and I do like some hip hop. Why would you bristle against that anyway? It's, it's, lots of people don't like pop music. I I think she's awful. I can't stand her. Well, do you think you're a good judge of that? I guess yes. that's what I'm get. I'm trying to get at. I am the perfect judge of that for me. <laughs> 
I am the perfect authority as to whether I like something. It would seem that people <laughs> think that she is good at it. But anyway, so she's she's a star because I hear her name reaching me somehow. Is this some of her right here? It's like if I, uh, this is better than the other stuff I've heard. Um, it's like if I went to Indian restaurant after Indian restaurant and just bellowed about how terrible it was. I don't like Indian food. You know, there's no point <laughs> right. in that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just she's going to host Saturday Night Live and she's speaking out on, on, on taxes. Is that right? Yeah, I love that. So we'll have See, more I like that. this a lot more than that stupid Money Moves song, but... Again, that's me. Cardi B on tax reform and clips of the week coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Does your child have loose, missing, or decaying teeth due to excess sugar or Tide Pods? Are you a dad with a bow and arrow and a moderately clean piece of string? If so, you may be qualified to perform at-home dentistry. (laughs) With just one simple shot, you could save hundreds of dollars and work on your archery skills at the same time. For more information about at-home dentistry, visit armstrongandgettyradio.com. Armstrong and Getty do not officially endorse removing your child's teeth with medieval technology. (laughs) Listening to the show will not necessarily improve dental hygiene. In some instances, listening to the Armstrong and Getty radio program may cause an onset of rugged individualism, which may include thoughts of wanting to shoot teeth out of your child's mouth with a bow and arrow. Not shooting the teeth out exactly. Yes. You're pulling them out with my the arrow and the string. My son's best friend, he and his dad willingly tied a string around his loose tooth and shot it out with an arrow. Shot similar, the arrow and it pulled the tooth out. Similar the, era of technology that I did once when I was a kid. It was a, it was a catapult. We anchored my tooth to the ground, launched me several hundred yards the opposite direction. I don't, I don't I, believe you. I had to run back, get my tooth. It was amazing. You know, uh, there is a, uh, a, a, a subgenre of this on YouTube. Of course, there's a subgenre of everything on YouTube, of creative tooth removals, or at least there used to be. Uh, guys with the uh, the rocket, the kit rockets. What do you call those? Bottle rockets? Uh, no, no. Estus the, rockets, those oh, things? Yeah, like the, you put it together with your son, you yeah. shoot it off together. Gotcha, gotcha. Right, yeah. And people tying a string to their teeth and removing oh, it. Oh, that's a good one. one. Yeah. That reminds me, the latest challenge, um, so there was the Tide Pod Challenge, which that was real, right? People were actually doing that. And then this one that we were talking about the other day, the Condom Challenge, where you snort it up your nose and cough it out your mouth. Sure Snopes, you do. Snopes says that's not one, that one's not real. This, really? This one is real, as far as I can tell, because there was an article, I think, in the Wall Street Journal. This is sweeping the nation. It's probably You're got saying a- the condom thing isn't real? I wasted 10 perfectly good condoms <laughs> learning how. Um, uh, this apparently is real. I don't know if it's got a cool name. It should. But it's um, uh, posting videos of places you were able to stay in overnight. You go to, like, the Ikea right before closing, <laughs> disappear behind something, wait till they close it down. Then you make yourself, like, a cool little place to sleep and, like, post a video of yourself spending the night in Ikea. Oh my and people God. are doing it at all kinds of stores all across America. I so want to see that. And, of course, there's all kinds of insane liability concerns. If you got hurt in there, unsafe. What if a security guard? Yeah, just, just don't do it at Sears. It may not reopen. Man, a funny... <laughs> yeah, you started with that. <laughs> Hilarious, Michael. I saw a funny video of somebody. I think it was a Walmart they spent the night, and they made themselves this great, like, little four of stacked up paper towels and a bed and everything like that to sleep in overnight. Nice. <laughs> That's I hilarious. Thought, wasn't there somebody living in the 
like storage area of a big five sporting goods or something like that. A couple of years ago, they'd they'd gotten gone to the camping department, gotten everything they needed, and they were living up there in the like the uh, attic storage warehouse. Yeah, I place. wonder how long you could stay in an IKEA because they got food there and bathrooms. Obviously, you could be there all day long easily with nobody noticing. Sure, and spend the nights. God, you might be able to spend a week in an IKEA without yeah. ever leaving. Wow, or, you know, you go to work in the morning, come back home at night to the IKEA. Yeah, exactly. That's you got a sleep. really strict schedule on when you got to be home by, though. Yeah, no, seriously, dudes, I got to leave. <laughs> so my youngest, my, my home closes at eight. <laughs> my youngest son, the uh, took out one of his teeth the other night. It was already loose, but rather doing like I did as a child and waiting till it was just a thread holding it on. Um, he he worked on it, worked on it, worked on it in a bloody way to they finally got it out of his head. Um, so we, wow. put, we put this poll up as a kid, when you had a loose tooth, did you constantly aggressively work on it or did you leave it alone, allowing it to gently and beautifully tumble out and 71% I was aggro over 29%. I let it tumble. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. So we got 71% yankers. Yeah, I was, I never, Bunch never yanked. Yeah. I just, I wait. I know we're here. Yeah. I'll get my 75 cents from the tooth fairy. When it happens. It was only after it became loose enough that it would like move and twist, and then it would be uncomfortable that I'd think, okay, this that's worse than, than I'd finally yank it. But no, I was not an early yanker. Oh, no way. That was hard to watch. No way. Wow. Uh, so, hey, listen. So, so, Diane McCarty says 72% of your listeners are monsters. <laughs> uh, yeah. If it's loose by morning, it should be out by noon. I left it alone until it fell on its own. Nobody touch it. Yeah, I was that way. Leave it alone. Positive Sean's gong says, I went at it like I was ISIS at a black ops base. Yeah, that's the way my son was. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to make you ISIS. talk. Yeah. Oh, my Water God. Gruesome. Wow. Hey, listen, before we go any further down this gruesome, gruesome road, uh, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. Are you ready for us, Sean? It's Cow Clips of the Week. Congressional investigations uh, leak like the Gossip Girls. Had a great chance. The Democrats blew it. DiVincenzo walking it up. Five seconds, four seconds. That's going to do it. Michigan ran into a supernova tonight for the second time in three years. Nova is number one. Villanova, your 2018 national champions. It is not the end of violence. It is not the end of lawlessness, and it's not the end of disorder. But the vast majority of white people and the vast majority of black people in this country want to live together, want to improve the quality of our life, and want justice for all human beings that abide in our land. And it's also hard to believe that a U.S. Senate that's going to be scared to death, though may still be in Republican hands, is not going to take a serious look when it has to deal with this president. So get good legal help now because the storm is coming. If you have the perfect chance to check out your daughter's friends and you let her play you like a chump. This is going to come as a shock to people, but I actually trust my kids. Here's why you can't trust your kids. Because they're stupid. Mavs Gaming selects Artreo Boyd, a.k.a. Dimes, from Cleveland, Ohio. Lottery, lottery draft there at the end of Video Gamers, which uh, is going to be a thing in the future, I guess. Sure. I, I hope sure. the team can get like a full-on like 
coin-based theme name. Like, you got dimes there, pick up nickels, have like 50 cent play at halftime. I think you can really get a thing <laughs> wow, going. That's, you ought to be in marketing. So, yeah, so the NBA teams each are picking video NBA teams to represent them, and it's a uh, incestuous relationship with game makers. That's really a good idea. Do we want to hear the, uh, I would like to hear the entire Cardi B on taxes. So this, oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Pop so, singer who... Do you spell her name backwards? It's Bacardi. Was that on purpose? <laughs> or, or, or Cardi B, real name Cardigan Bonanza. Uh, no, her real name is Belkelis Almanzer. She's an American rapper born and raised in the Bronx, New York City. She first attracted attention for discussing her career as a stripper on social media. She was an exotic dancer. Did not know that. Coupled with her no-filter attitude, she became an internet celebrity through Instagram. Before she was a singer? Yes. Or, wow, I don't know what she looks she's like. A she's a raper. She's an attractive lady? Then she was a regular cast member on the VH1 reality. She's uh, kind of funky attractive. Uh, reality television series Love and Hip Hop New York. And she signed... Uh, all that was like in 2014. 14, 15, then she signed a record deal in 2017. Um, and then her uh, debut uh, hit, she had a couple of big summertime hits for the hippity hop people, including this crazy song. Do we have uh, Money Moves? This was the big hit, right? Or no? We don't? See, my problem in judging a lot of this music, since it's so out of any context I can relate to, is I'm never sure when people are joking or if I'm supposed to take it seriously or if they're being ironic or anything. Jesus red bottoms, Jesus bloody shoes. Hit the score, I can get them both. I don't want to choose. See, she sounds like a moron to me. A complete moron. She's made a lot of money and she's run up against the tax system, so she's learning a little something about that, it would appear. That's right. This is Cardi B, who will host Saturday Night Live tomorrow night on taxes. So you know the government is taking 40% of my taxes and uncle sam i want to know what you're doing with tax money because you know what i'm yeah, saying like when you donate like when you donate to a kid from a foreign country they give you updates of what they're doing with your donation i want to know what you're doing with my tax money because i'm from new york and the streets is always dirty we was voted the dirtiest city in america what is y'all doing there's still rats on the damn trains i know y'all not spending it in no damn prison because y'all be giving Two underwears, one jumpsuit for like five months. So what is y'all doing with my money? Amen, what sister. is y'all doing with my money? I want to know. I want receipts. I want everything. I want to know what y'all doing with my What is y'all doing with my Uncle Sam, I want to know what y'all doing with my money. Yes. We need one of those clips in there we're going to use for the rest of our careers. I want to know what you're doing with my effing money. Yeah, let's isolate that. Please. That is what we all uh, who are paying taxes think. Those people. Well, and listen, Ms. Cardigan, you haven't noticed what the state's taking. Half the country who doesn't pay any federal income tax, that's why they don't worry that much about who's spending their money how. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump administration trying to tamp down fears about a trade war with China, and we're going to hear from the mayor of another city rebelling against California's sanctuary law. Wow. from now. Excellent. Armstrong and Giddy. We did clips of the week, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Trying to figure out. Now we got something else we got to fit in. Oh, I haven't mentioned who the new number one cable host is. Oh, yeah. I'll pay what, that off right before the, the news. Man? <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
was the most watched cable news anchor for anchor for about twenty years. Ankle. That's a, there's a kind of a Fox Freudian slip. You said ankle. <laughs> Who's the most watched Fox News ankle? Um, <laughs> that is a funny Freudian slip. But Bill O'Reilly, then eventually it was Megyn Kelly, then Sean Hannity took the, both of those people are gone, and then, then Sean Hannity took over, and as of last month, we'll see if it holds, but as of last month, Rachel Maddow on MSNBC is the most watched cable news host in mm. overall viewers and in the coveted 25 to 54 uh, audience. Um, she's good. Her show is good. Yeah, if you if yeah if you think like her, she's terrific at it. She yeah, she puts a lot of effort into it. Yeah, oh. and uh, you know the whole thing. So I think she's wrong about everything, except liking women. I do too. Um, well, my point but is she's, she's a she's, skilled, skilled broadcast. Yeah, that's no that, doubt. That yeah. is my point. But then we had this other article. We won't get to this till next week about how CNN is solidly in third place and how. Their idea of we're going to try to pretend to be this or that has just not worked out for them. Hmm. And they spend a lot of time and money on trying to get an audience, but they just don't have a place in my mind. Right. I know exactly what I'm going to get with MSNBC. I know exactly what I expect to get with Fox. I don't have a place in my mind what CNN is. CNN seems to me to be MSNBC light. That's what I get from hmm. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the top White House economic advisor is saying, blame China, don't blame Trump for any trade fight. Larry Kudlow saying, President Trump says enough is enough. And he's demanding that China stop stealing American intellectual property. When they steal our technology, Eamon, they're stealing the guts of the American future. And you know, I think that a lot of the discussion of this... Did you have more, Marshall? Yeah, Sorry. I was just going to say, Kudlow yeah. pointing out... We're not running a trade war. If you read this thing, you'll see. This is just a proposed idea, which will be vetted by USTR and then open for public comment. So nothing's happened. Right. Nothing's been executed. Right. I think a lot of this discussion is overheated and or dumb. And part of the reason is, you know, a lot of people... How many times have you heard uh, the irony that Larry Kudlow, a free trader, is now explaining Trump's... The idea is that these are not tariffs like the Smoot-Hawley thing, where you're really trying to protect industries. These are threatened tariffs to get other tariffs removed. It's a maneuver to actually free up trade, which has been biased in favor of some of these developing economies, which are now pretty damn well developed. So it's not like he's trying, he wants to permanently institute a regime of of tariffs. That's not what he's doing. Should point out that the all-important jobs report was released earlier this morning. It shows the economy added 103,000 jobs last month. That is below the 175,000 analysts have been forecasting for March. And it's about a third of the 313,000 jobs added in February. Escondido joined the growing list of California cities who say they will join President Trump's suit challenging the state's sanctuary law. Sam Abed, talking with AM760's uh, Brett Witterbulls, was asked about it. He asked if Governor Brown or other state leaders have reacted to the city's vote. I don't care about their opinion anymore, Brett. We have been appealing to them. We have been trying to explain to them what is good. But they have been overreacting to overreaching to our local government. And Mayor Abbott asks... And now, if the state complains about the federal government interfering with their laws, why shouldn't we complain about the state interfering with, interfering with the local government laws? Well, which is precisely why this yeah. rabbit hole is so unproductive to go down. Hey, is that Cardi B up there with Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa? Is mm-hmm. that Cardi B? 
No, it's not. Okay. okay. Is that Snooky? Looks like Just seems, seems like oh, yeah, somebody talking, should. Yeah, I think. Oh my God, is he? She had work done. That's Snooky. Boy, from the, uh, Jersey Shore. Had less work done. What is than that? She is. Olden days. Well, they're bringing that back, right? It's like it's yes. like Roseanne. It's like Will yeah. and Grace. It's like right. all this. Yeah, new reunion. Minus yes. right. minus Sammy Sweetheart. I think is not not up for. Oh it. no! Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm not watching. <laughs> Jersey <Hey>. Snore. <laughs> Talking Johnny's about Michael. <laughs> Talking about a reboot, Tanya Harding's making a comeback with the first all-athlete season of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, boy. Harding uh, fell out of the spotlight, of course, after being accused of uh, hitting a man to injure rival Nancy Kerrigan ahead of the 60 or 94 Winter Olympics. You don't know that? You have no interest in this story on any level. Yeah, so who was that for? <laughs> um, uh, oh boy. So, uh, well, what does she get paid for this? Do we have any idea? I have no idea. I mean, because I'm sitting here thinking, if I'm uh, Tanya Harding, right. I'm getting my hair dyed. I'm working at a grocery store. I'm keeping my head down. I'm trying to find a nice fella to live with. I'm singing karaoke at night. Right, exactly. I'm wearing uh, leather jackets. I'm thinking I'm just going to keep my head down. But I don't know. If they came to you with 150 Gs or something to show up and dance badly, I suppose you could do it. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of... A nation. Does she still not get that she's an object of derision? And she uh, made a bit of a comeback when that movie right. I Tanya came yep. out and uh, and got so much attention. And the media was trying to. There was there was a lot of she was misunderstood for a while, right? And I think there was an attempt to rehabilitate her. Then there was a big piece. I think it was in the New York Times saying, "Let's remember what exactly happened yeah. here," and it kind yeah. of put the brakes on. Yes, that. please. Yeah. She was part of a criminal conspiracy to maim a young athlete. Yeah. Please. So I'll bet they booked this Dancing with the Stars back when she was during during the yeah, I'm making be. a comeback thing. Although there's no difference between fame and infamy anymore, really. No, heck so. no. Um, I say she goes on Dancing with the Stars. She gets close to the finals. Then she clubs the person. <laughs> That'd be a great publicity stunt. Heck yeah. All right, one last time, Michael, ring the bell. Because school's in, suckers. Well delivered. <laughs> now, Jack, you've recently been getting uh, reintroduced to the, the Ice Ice Baby. Your kids have been Correct. enjoying it. Have you ever seen the video of Vanilla Ice trying to explain how this is not the baseline from Under Pressure? Oh, no. yes. I have. I have. It's it a is. classic of the genre. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Does he come off as an idiot or a liar? Or? Yes. It's one of those two. <laughs> Both. This song is so silly, though. He's trying to be all tough in his whole thing about the the, the nine and the bullets. and the, just, it's, just, it's so lame. Your name is Robert Van Winkle. <laughs> Well, he did end up stealing air conditioning units or something, so he's he's a little street. <laughs> the petering out coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. the uh, Siamese twins we all knew about back in the day? They were in the Guinness Book of World Records. and uh, yeah, The bunkers, right? Ing and Chang? or Yeah, anyway, there's a book out called Inseparable, all about their lives. And man, from the first time I uh, read about them, I've always wondered, what, what was that like? How, did, uh, they, how uh, did they get married and have kids? I mean, how did all that work? And this book gets into their lives. I'm so uncomfortable with that. 
The original Siamese twins in their rendezvous with American history. Inseparable. Hmm. I uh, I don't know if I'll read that or not. Kind of oogs me out, which is not cool either. How about those big fat twins who rode the motorcycles in the Guinness Book? <laughs> the world's heaviest twins. Yeah, I don't know. It's a hell of a category. I don't know if there's anything charming there. It's just, they're just fat. Oh, speaking of questionable <laughs> entertainment, you remember the, uh, <laughs> as if anybody doesn't. <laughs> Do you remember the Catch Me Outside girl from Dr. Phil? Wasn't she crazy with her fake gangsta thing? She sounded uh, something like this. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? You know, I'm and then more... her mother said, Danielle, why are you talking like that? <laughs> Y'all listen to that and you hate that girl. I hate Dr. Phil. I find him way more reprehensible than her. She's a child. She doesn't know what she's doing. He's a freaking grown man. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's exploiting dysfunctional families or people with ha- that have addictions for money. Well, who's dysfunctional now, Jack? He says, using a tone of voice as if <laughs> that made sense. <laughs> the 14-year-old viral star-turned-rapper has uh, gone out on a U.S. tour. The Catch Me Outside girl is a rapper. And she has calls a tour. herself Bahad Bahabi. <laughs> I think it's pronounced bad baby, but and, it's spelled... And Bahad Bahabi is going out on tour, and this is the exciting part, everybody. B-H-A-D. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. B-H-A-B-I-E. Okay. Bahabi. <laughs> and she is touring all across America, including, ladies and gentlemen, San Diego on the 26th of May, San Francisco on the 29th, Sacramento on the 30th, Portland on the 1st of June, and Spokane and Seattle on the 2nd and 3rd of June. What if I Oh, t- going back to L.A. on the 14th, playing the Roxy, something I've never done. What if I tell my wife I got a special night out, got a babysitter, oh we're going to go out, we're going to do something, it's a surprise, and I take her to that. My friend uh, Tim and his wife do that. <laughs> they, that alternate, <laughs> they alternate planning a date night uh-huh. and everything, and then you, know, you kind of spring it on your partner. You do that. Ugh. You do absolutely should do that that would be a career move so what are we doing here what is this remember the catch me outside girl the no. Fl- no <laughs> i'm dr phil the girl that said catch me outside how about that yeah yeah we're gonna see her tonight <laughs> do what <laughs> you know what i don't know she's gonna come out and we're gonna look at her that would be so beautiful <laughs> God, that would be the best thing ever i hope judy's not listening <laughs> hi sweetheart Oh, my God. She's 14 years old at this point. Jeez, that's, 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 hmm. I didn't realize she was that young. Yeah. It takes a little of the fun out of it because she's a child. Yeah, she's uh, got a bit of the tattooed skank look about her, too. Skank. She's a skank. No, I don't know what she is, uh, but that's the image. Of course, you know, that's going to happen. You can't say that about a 14-year-old. Well, it's just it's the image they're projecting to sell tickets. Sure. I mean, let's not pretend it's not so. I'm guessing she announced recently, "I'm going on tour, bitches." I'm guessing uh, since she had a bad relationship with her mom, I don't know if there's a dad involved here. Uh, I'll bet you a hundred bucks there ain't. She had a bad relationship with her mom to start with. I'm thinking this isn't helping. Having a variety of handlers and managers who were certainly stealing from her as she travels around. She's in different towns every night. They'd be more than happy to get her whatever, uh, you know, drugs or booze that helps mm. out the performance. And uh, just not good news, I'm guessing, all the way around. You know, it would not surprise me a bit if you're exactly correct. It also wouldn't surprise me a bit if she has a highly corporate management team that's the branch of, you know, some big media company or events company. Um, and it's, you know, just very corporate. 
wouldn't surprise me, judging by the level of clubs she's playing. So I don't know. I wonder. She's in some decent venues. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's playing, I think it was Slim's in San Francisco. Yeah, that's a really great club. Ace of Spades in Sacto, which is a, a pretty big rock club. I've seen so much off in San Diego. There. You've seen good people there, and yeah, you're going yeah. to go see Bad Baby. If it's on orders of the show, yes, I will. <laughs> yes, you are. I would certainly, I'd certainly <laughs> like to hear particularly your take of it. I think you're the right person to review it. Am I? <laughs> well, you like the hippity hop music. Uh, I do, I do, which yeah. is why it would be extra painful that's for me. That's true. You understand the genre. <clears throat> you know, that's that's funny. I've had friends who say, "Joe, you've got to come to this because there's there's music there, and it's the sort of like like your ten percent of most milk toasty soccer mom type music." And they don't understand. No, I'm exactly the last person who wants to go to this. So, Sean, you're going. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that's and, settled. Well, behead, baby. We, uh, I this love is the a behead, behead. Yeah, this is simply behead. Are, are you guys? Are you guys springing for the VIP ticket so I can get a? Yeah, get we, a we, oh, we, we, yeah. we do have to. They'll get, they've already gotten so much free advertisement. We got to get you the best ticket that exists. Yeah, in, or I like the, the idea of I go as like the world's biggest middle aged fanboy and just scream the whole time <laughs> I'm wearing a t shirt. I got a sign. With I cry on it. With uh, uh, goes without saying, I, I I cry when she comes out on stage, and we videotape all of it. How great would that be? You've, yeah, you've got to you've got to cry with your hands shaking. Right. Oh yeah, I'd work on it. Mm. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, yep. And a lot of that <sighs> kind of waving at my face. <laughs> exactly. Oh, give me some air. <laughs> oh, how I would love to do that. But she's with some other people, so there's a chance she just comes out and does like a song and then gets well, out of there. Well, she's touring with uh, Asian Doll, uh, the Atlanta-based rapper, uh, et cetera. God, it has kind of a whole, uh, 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 what's it, Larry Nasser, the perv doctor, wants to go to this show feel to it. Nah, 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 you cool. got some youngster called Asian Baby? I don't nah, like that at all. Nah. Not good. We've now entered Final Thoughts with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Here's your host, Joe Getty. That was, wow. like, some, that was like some sort of power of positive thinking retreat. Did, am I now at a higher level of Scientology, yeah. having heard that? <laughs> hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. Michelangelo, final thought. All right, I'm going to be a risk taker, and I'm going to sleep overnight inside stores that are facing bankruptcy. So I'm going to uh, do Sears, Kmart, and Toys R Us. And uh, 10 years ago, I got arrested for squatting when Circuit City went down. <laughs> Spend the night in a radio shack. Play with the remote control cars. Positive Sean, final thought. Oh, upgrade is complete. Achievement is unlocked. My new super powerful gaming computer has arrived. I have tested it. It is beautiful. There's a good chance no one will ever see me again. But just know that I am happy. Wow, very good. Uh, Marshall Phillips, final thought. I'm going out couch shopping this weekend. My current divan is sagging, so we'll be checking out Goodwill and some secondhand stores over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Something pre-assembled, I assume? Sagging yes. divan. Yes. Yeah, I suggest yes. You need to have a sagging divan. <laughs> right. right. Jack, do you have a final thought for us today? I got this article on this guy who survived on nothing but office leftovers for a week. I think I might try this <laughs> wow. sometime. You just eat, like, the donut or the half a sandwich or... Cool. The birthday cake, if it's the right time of month. Whatever's just hanging around the office. The salad from yesterday afternoon. Yeah. And the somewhat crusted over dip. Boy. My final thought, and I'm I'm talking from my heart and not my head right now. My final thought is Cooch. Matt Coocher will win the Masters. 
It's his first major did victory. You, did you bleep that out, Michael? <laughs> I, I did. I don't right. think we're no. supposed okay. to say that. That's his yeah. nickname. That's my first Cooch. thought every day. Stop. <laughs> the fabulous Matt Kuchar will win the Masters. All right. <laughs> we'll see. We're all rooting for Cooch this weekend. <laughs> I'm not helping you out. I'm leaving before the meeting is called. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have links to all the videos we talked about, about the websites, the articles, whatever. Or at least we're supposed to. If we don't blame somebody else, it's not my fault. <laughs> oh, and if you see something we ought to be talking about over the weekend, email it to us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And follow us on the Twitter if you want. Uh, we might tweet if something big happens. If, if there's ever big breaking news, we're usually on the Twitter right away. So, Yep. If you need that sort of thing. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We will see you on Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.